The Florida Gators quarterback room for 2023 is interesting, to say the least. We're going to talk about the present and future here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Before we even talk about anything and before I even say happy whatever day it is, um, I'm going to say that Florida plays Auburn tonight. If I can get home in time, we are going to go live after that game, men's basketball. So, We'll do that first game of the SEC play for Florida Gators. But happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Hold On Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. And now we're talking about the Florida Gators quarterback room. Um, I know that yesterday I said, oh, I'm trying to get some stuff confirmed rumor-wise. Uh, still trying to do that. I was told that hopefully I will have that information tomorrow, meaning uh, by the time you're listening to this today. So hopefully there's that. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to go for that, but now just talking about this quarterback room, the starting quarterback for 2023, I'm going to get this out of the, I'm going to rip the bandaid off likely between Graham Mertz or Jack Miller. The third, we'll talk about Sam Hartman later on in the show. Um, but despite everyone wanting to see Jaden Rashada, obviously high ranked quarterback get a shot. I don't think it happens, obviously myself included, but I, I don't think it happens. Uh, and Myself, and I think I feel like there's very few others, but I am one of the few that wants to see Max Brown be given his opportunity to compete. We'll talk about Rashada and Max Brown in the next segment. But right now, when we're talking about Graham Mertz, I, I told you I'd do this this week. Um, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I have to say this. It's kind of funny that Nick Evers committed to Florida, decommitted under Billy Napier, went to Oklahoma. Okay which by the way, Max Brown is from the state of Oklahoma. So that's a fun little crossover too. But more importantly, Nick Evers committed to Florida, decommitted under Billy Napier, went to Oklahoma, hit the transfer portal, and is now going to Wisconsin. And Florida just took Wisconsin's quarterback to make that job wide open for Nick Evers to compete. So it's it's just you know funny to me where it's like, oh, Nick Evers left Florida or left Florida's class, went to Oklahoma for a year and then transferred to Wisconsin, and Wisconsin's quarterback came to Florida. So it kind of just went full circle, uh, and Florida's other quarterback is from the state of Oklahoma, or one of Florida's other quarterbacks is from the state of Oklahoma. But Graham Mertz was the last quarterback that Florida added as a scholarship quarterback. Billy Napier said, we want four scholarship quarterbacks and priority walk-on or preferred walk-ons. Um, Graham Mertz is the fourth one. Obviously, Jack Miller, Jaden Rashada, and Max Brown are the other ones. But Graham Mertz, after finally getting to watch enough of his tape, was the highest-ranked quarterback in Wisconsin history, highest-ranked quarterback commit in Wisconsin history. Not that that has anything to do with his tape, but what does have to do with his tape is that physically, Graham Mertz clearly has enough arm talent to make any throws he's really going to be asked to make in this Florida offense, which we've, we've seen now, that Gators offense where Graham Mertz, yeah, he's got the arm to make any of these throws. 
Anthony Richardson made some throws that Graham Mertz can't. That's that's a fact. But Anthony Richardson wasn't really asked to make those throws. You, like does that track where you know Anthony Richardson could throw the ball seventy yards downfield? No one's really asking you to do that unless it's hail mary time. But uh, Graham Mertz can make any pass that is going to be asked of him. I will say the biggest area where he struggled in games that I watched of his to the left downfield, you know, when it's short, he could do it, but once it's downfield, he gets a bit spotty to the left. Um, so there's that, like his accuracy waivers in some areas like that, which is nothing new to Florida fans, considering what we just went through with Anthony Richardson and his accuracy issues at times. Uh, Graham Mertz is, not an athlete, but he's athletic enough to make you pay. In 2022, he had 17 scrambles for 100 yards. So he can he, he can make some plays, but he's not really going to be gashing you at all. He shouldn't be involved in zone reads. You shouldn't see so many of the uh, RPOs where it's like, okay, well, it's an RPO, but you can keep the ball if you want, Graham. I'm sure that's going to be an option for him, as it will be with pretty much any quarterback where – if you see daylight and you can get a few yards, then do it. Um, but Graham Mertz, you know, there shouldn't be any zone reads called. We probably won't see too much split zone read, which I'm just now realizing, and like that, that hurts my heart. Um, we could see it, but Graham Mertz isn't really the type that you really call designed runs for. Maybe with a keeper, it'll be different, especially because with Wisconsin, a lot of their stuff was under center, I form that old school style. So maybe he'll just have a little bit of a better opportunity in Gainesville. Um, I will say that for Graham Mertz, watching him, I think my favorite thing about him was his, I'll say his willingness to throw, to make some throws, uh, because he made some throws that were aggressive, but not stupid, because obviously they are a calculated risk. He has pretty nice touch on his deep ball. It was a deep ball that I was not expecting to see from him. Uh, just not just go oh, because Wisconsin's offense, uh, just because everything that everybody had said about him, it was just like, okay, so he's going to be pretty bad. But his deep ball, he's got some nice touch on it. He made some throws that, again, I didn't expect to see him make. I kind of thought that we'd be looking at, you know, Nathan Stanley from Iowa, where it's like, okay, handoff, 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 curl, slant here and there. But no, Graham Mertz tried to make these big-time throws and was successful with a good deal of them without turning the ball over excessively. He does go through, I'll say, extended periods of eh, play, but I think generally he's got enough talent to operate in this offense and to run it effectively and efficiently. Obviously, he'll be competing with Jack Miller primarily, who Miller, we, we talked about extensively last week after the bowl game, but Jack Miller the third underwhelmed in the bowl game. But again, that was on such limited practice with such little preparation time, just even mentally, because it was, is Anthony Richardson going to the NFL? Or is he staying in Gainesville? And how is that impacting Jack Miller III and his preparation and all that stuff? Because it was like, well, we don't know who's going to be starting quarterback. We don't know who's going to be we don't know which bowl game we're going to play it at this point. Jack Miller ended up getting, I think it was seven practices. Seven practices before the bowl game. He was dealing with an injury for the entire season. Like, this is not, oh, Jack Miller came in and had a totally fair shake in this game. No, it was, oh, Jack Miller is injured. He's He hasn't played football in since the spring game, which even then, 
Eh. So there, there's that where it, it was just a crappy situation for him to be evaluated on where people are putting a ton of stock in that, which I, I don't think they should. Yeah, he underwhelmed in the bowl game. It was a horrible situation. We know that Jack Miller has the arm to make any throw he needs to make. It's also very possible that in that bowl game, he wasn't 100%. Like we spoke about this before. His injury was to his thumb on his throwing hand. The biggest issue with that is being able to actually grip the ball properly, get proper accuracy and velocity on it. And if he wasn't 100% for that game, it's very possible he wasn't looking as good as he could have. Um, I will say the biggest advantage for Jack Miller over Graham Mertz, probably mobility. Not that Jack Miller is Anthony Richardson, but he's more athletic, I think, than Graham Mertz. And the biggest disadvantage, we'll say, for Jack Miller III compared to Graham Mertz, inexperience. He's like Florida just sat through a year with an inexperienced quarterback, and it was tough at times. Graham Mertz has been tough at times, but he's got multi-year starter experience. So it's possible that Billy Napier and the staff look at Graham Mertz and go, okay, at least he, he's better equipped to handle these situations. Um, but we'll see. It's going to be a quarterback battle. I think between those two, again, I want to see Jaden Rashada and Max Brown involved at Hell Parker, Lace, put every quarterback on roster. Let them be involved in this quarterback room in this quarterback competition but i don't think that's what's going to happen we're about to talk about the future meaning max brown Jaden rashada parker lease and dj lagway but first today's episode of locked on gators is brought to you by bet online the florida gators are currently six point underdogs when they take on number 20 auburn tigers tonight in men's basketball this is going to be my first time betting on the florida gators and I am going to bet on them to cover. I just decided that right now. I'm going to bet on the Florida Gators men's basketball team to cover, even though Colin Castleton's son, Walker Kessler, is no longer with Auburn. I'm just going to live in that live here and be like, okay, first SEC game for Todd Golden. Let's see how it goes. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. And just doing a quick little rundown here of the, the future room for Florida. You got 2022 quarterback that came in, Max Brown, just finished his true freshman year, redshirt freshman True freshman year, he will be a redshirt freshman. Um, I think he's overlooked because he didn't blow up until his senior year of high school. And, you know, like, like we talk about, oh, Jaden Rashad is this elite, elite quarterback. Hasn't started his senior year, or he just finished his senior year of high school, but he was talked about through that senior year. Jaden uh, DJ Lagway, we're talking about now. And we're like, oh, he's this elite guy. Hasn't started his senior year. But we're already talking about him as this elite kid because both of these guys were elite in their junior years. Max Brown was not. Max Brown was very freaking good in his senior year, but most of the time you're evaluated off that junior year. Late risers go through the senior year, which is what happened with Max Brown, where he was committed to Central Michigan and then went to Florida. Uh, so I think he's overlooked, but <laughs> dude, his senior tape looks great. Uh, I, a live, accurate arm, which is like, wow, we can see that. Looks, he looks mobile enough to be involved in the run game, I will say looks mobile enough because that is against other high school players and not sec football players same thing you could say with the throws where it's like oh my god his completion percentage obviously it's different in the sec 
But uh, I think I'm most interested to see if Max Brown gets an opportunity in the spring game. Hopefully he will, or in spring ball. Hopefully he will. I do expect to see him at some point in the spring game just to rotate in. I'd expect to see, you know, Graham Mertz starting on one side, Jack Miller the third starting on the other, and then backing them up, rotating in very occasionally, you know, like like starting QB gets three drives, backup gets one. Um, seeing that, but with, you know, Max Brown and Jaden Rashada battling it out at that point. So that's what I'd like to see. I don't know if it will happen, but I would very much like to see Max Brown even get an opportunity. Then you look at the 2023 class, the guys who are coming to Florida shortly, Jaden Rashada, obviously one of the most physically gifted high school quarterbacks in the nation. The dude's arm is insane. Um, I say physically gifted because I haven't, like, I don't know what's supposed to be going on with the plays. I don't know the scheme. I just watch him and I go, oh, what a throw. Uh, so, so physically gifted, one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks in the nation. Absolute rifle for an arm. Like that dude can sling it. My biggest concern with Jaden Rashada is he is rail thin right now. Like I, I had the same concern with Jaden Daniels at LSU and with Edwin Hughes at Arizona State before that. Rail thin. And like, yeah, you're athletic. Jaden Daniels has proven he could take the hits. He's been shifty. He's been elusive. Jaden Rashada maybe could do the same thing at the SEC level. But it, it still terrifies me because, like, to be very thin, that was my thing with Kyler Murray when he was coming out of Oklahoma. I wasn't like, oh, he's tiny. He's going to get hurt because I was like, oh, he he's he's solidly built, like, for, like for someone. So I'm not super concerned about that. Jaden Rashada, real thin. Um, but – Arm-wise, can make any throw you will ask of him. He's, I don't think his arms as strong as Anthony Richardson, um, but I think he can make just about any throw that you can ask, or I know he can make any throw you will ask for him. He could likely make any throw you might ask of him. You know, a, a long shot Hail Mary. I'm not saying this is going to be, you know, Brock Osweiler, Brock Osweiler with the Broncos. When he was like, oh, we need a Hail Mary late. Put it in the back of and let him heave it. But Dude has a cannon, can make every throw. Uh, we've talked about him excessively, and guess what? We're going to keep talking about him excessively. But another 2023 QB, Parker Lace, uh, preferred walk-on from IMG, who, by the way, he will be on the show later this week. Um, at the very least, he'll be one of the better walk-on quarterbacks in the nation. You know, this, this kid had uh, actual offers to play. Football Florida offered, I believe, two uh, preferred walk-ons. Parker Lease is the one that came to Gainesville. The other one, I'm so sorry, I forgot his name. Initials are AH and um, Ahmad Haston, I believe it is. And he is with UMass now. He's stuck with his commitment. Parker Lease was not committed and is now going to be a Florida Gator. Uh, realistically, I reached out to a few people who evaluate uh, high school prospects or high school recruits. John Garcia, who you all know, Sports Illustrated, Lockdown's director, Lockdown's uh, recruiting insider, Sports Illustrated's director of football recruiting. John Garcia, who you all know, said he's a rock solid quarterback. He's reliable, so I'm I'm cool with that. And someone who I can't name um, went a little more in depth with it, where they're like, "Hey, this kid is one of the more mechanically sound quarterbacks in the 2023 class," which is awesome to hear. He's a jack of all trades. Biggest negative is that he's a master of none. You know, he's got a good, not great arm. He's got very clean mechanics. He's got good, not great accuracy. Good, not great athleticism. 
But I feel like, I, I don't know if this is just my approach is wrong, but I feel like if we're talking about a preferred walk-on who's not going to cost Florida money, like, like they don't have to help him with the scholarship or anything, and you go, okay, like, yeah, he could do a bunch of things. He's not like, excellent at anything, but he could do a bunch of things that right. I feel like that's a win. Like you, like you can't have a starter at every backup spot, but I feel like that's a win, right? Could be me being wrong, but I feel like that's a big win for Florida. And 2024, of course, DJ Lagway. Obviously, elite quarterback for the 2024 class. Everyone agrees he's a dual threat. Some people say he's the best quarterback in the nation. I believe, uh, I, I believe Dave Waters with Gator Breakdown says that he thinks DJ Lagway is the best quarterback in the nation. I agree with him of the quarterbacks that I saw for 2022. I think DJ Lagway is just a freak, like like dual threat, can make any throw, very mobile. It, it, it's awesome to see. He seems to be bought in to Florida uh, with the 2024 class. I can't wait to see what happens with the quarterback competition when he steps on campus. Because let's say, let's say Jack Miller III wins the quarterback battle. Because if he doesn't win the quarterback battle, I think Jack Miller transfers out. So let's say Jack Miller III beats Graham Mertz for the quarterback battle. Okay? Jack Miller III starts this year. Okay. Whether he does good, great, whatever. He, he does not horrible, we'll say. So then you go into 2024 and you're like, all right, let's have a quarterback battle. You got Jack Miller III, probably not Graham Mertz, Jaden Rashada. We'll see what happens with Max Brown, Parker Lease. But you got Jack Miller III, who's incumbent starter at that point. Jaden Rashada, who is one of the top quarterbacks in the 2023 class. And DJ Lagway, who's arguably the top quarterback in the 2024 class. I would just love to see what happens in that quarterback competition once DJ Lagway is here, especially in that scenario of if it's Jack Miller III that starts this year. I think it would just be a, a really cool uh, situation going on there. But we're about to talk about the last transfer portal ad. They're the most recent transfer portal ad at quarterback that Florida is interested in. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks again for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free for everyone in the podcast. To wrap up today's show, Sam Hartman, Samuel J. Hartman. I don't, I don't know if his middle name is just J. Um, but Sam Hartman, Wake Forest quarterback, announces, "Hey, um, I am, I intend on hitting the transfer portal," and it becomes okay. Well, Florida has been connected to Sam Hartman's name for almost a month now. It was like, hey, if Sam Hartman hits the portal, he is priority one. It is DEFCON nine if he hits the portal. And then last week, Florida added Graham Mertz from Wisconsin. And it's interesting um, because I think when Florida added Graham Mertz, you probably had to be like, hey, you're the favorite to start. We won't add another quarterback. Um, and part of it was, like we were talking about with Sam Hartman and Michael Pratt, was can Florida wait on these guys? Can Florida wait to see what Sam Hartman decides and risk miss missing out on Graham Mertz, Grayson McCall, any of the other quarterbacks, Devin Leary, any of the other quarterbacks? Could Florida risk that of waiting and it's like, okay, well, guess what? Graham Mertz goes somewhere else. Devin Leary goes somewhere else. Grayson McCall goes somewhere else. And, and the other top portal quarterbacks go somewhere else. 
And then Sam Hartman and Michael Pratt hit the quarterback, hit the transfer portal. And it's like, well, could Florida add them? Like, like could Florida be the school they go to because Florida waited for them? And what, what if you, what if you strike out there? Uh, so Florida was like, Hey, we've got Graham Mertz is interested. Let's add him to be our starter and to avoid missing out completely on our quarterback. If Sam Hartman doesn't hit the portal or Michael Pratt doesn't hit the portal. I wouldn't be shocked if Florida reached out to Sam Hartman. Um, but I will say I would expect Sam Hartman's kind of sitting there going, okay, well, hold on. First off, you need to guarantee me a starting quarterback spot, which I don't think Florida would do, obviously, because you just added Graham Mertz. And I don't know if you guaranteed Graham Mertz a starting spot, but I know that you at least had to go, well, you're the favorite or you're, or you're in it. So you can't really guarantee a starting quarterback spot anywhere, but also with with you know people going, oh, Billy Napier is a bit of a hard A word. Um Maybe he just kick, kicks Mertz out, which is what I think happened with Nick Evers last year, by the way. I, I've said this multiple times. I think it came down to Billy wanted either to get rid of Nick Evers or Billy wanted to bring in another 2022 quarterback. Nick Evers said, I don't want that. And Billy was like, okay, then leave because uh, I'm doing it. So I, I think that's what happened, by the way. Last year, I've said that multiple times. I'm just saying it again here if you're new. Um but I think Florida, whether or not they guaranteed a starting spot to Graham Mertz, I think they at least told him he'd be in the conversation, which means I don't think you can guarantee anything for Sam Hartman. NIL, I mean, Florida's shown that they're not going to be legitimately throwing bags at people. And I don't think they would do it with Sam Hartman if they had to do it with Graham Mertz. I don't know anything about those. I haven't asked about them. And frankly, I don't care. I'm not a pocket watching. I'm just saying I'd imagine Sam Hartman is looking for a starting spot and some compensation for not going into the NFL draft. And so we'll see what happens. He could also go back to Wake Forest, by the way. We've so we've seen, you know, Florida right now has a couple guys in the portal who are kind of testing the waters NIL wise, and then they'll come back to Florida uh, if they don't like what they get and if they think Florida's offer is the best. But skill set wise for Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman's better than Graham Mertz. I'm not going to lie to you, and, or I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. I think Sam Hartman is better. I don't think you can argue anything about scheme because Wake Forest scheme, oh, yeah, they run more RPOs than other schools. Who cares? They also do, like, like they threw less screens than Florida. And it's like, well, guess what? A bunch of things that I saw people complaining about with Wake Forest is, oh, they do the RPO heavy, screen heavy offense. They did it less in Florida, so don't care what you say. Get used to calling Florida an RPO-heavy offense because it is. Um, but I think Florida is now kind of a hard sell for Sam Hartman because you can't guarantee a starting spot. You can't, you're, you likely can't guarantee a ton of NIL money. It's just not something that's really going to be happening for you. So I think it's a hard sell for Florida. And I want to make this clear before it gets out there too because um, I feel like people are going to complain about this. It's not to any fault of the staff that Florida walked away with Graham Mertz and not Sam Hartman or Michael Pratt. Sam Hartman waited until the end of the year to hit the portal. That's too much of a risk for a coaching staff to go, well, we'll just wait for Sam to maybe hit the portal and we'll miss out on all the other quarterbacks before him. That's something that I've been talking about pretty much since the portal opened, was me saying, the earlier you hit the portal, probably the better. because. If you go late, 
odds are a lot of those spots are going to be filled. And I'm not saying that's happening to Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman is going to have plenty of suitors. What I am saying is that Florida couldn't risk missing out on a quarterback that wants to go to them with multiple years of starting experience with a solid skill set. Florida couldn't risk losing that. The portal just moves too quickly for that. So I don't think it's any fault of the staff. I think it's just one of those times where you go, all right, that's a crappy coincidence or, or that's just how things shook out time-wise, but things didn't line up when they needed to line up for Florida. So Graham Mertz is probably your guy. So get used to it, be excited for it. Or if you don't want to be excited for it, it's going to be a long year for you, but I will be here to watch. I'm going to watch every Graham Mertz game this year and I'm going to like from 2022 and 2021, and I'm going to chart everything I could. And we're going to see what Florida really has in their potential starting quarterback. But for today, that's it. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to talk Florida Gators football. And hopefully we'll have some answers to those rumors that I was talking about. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with whole nine sports and Giants Country of SI.com. And I'll see you all tomorrow.